0: Hello and welcome to GIST Radio. We are a casual radio station where we broadcast when we have something to say. GIST stands for getting the shit together, and we broadcast important interviews and information for artists and creators of all kinds. For more information on GIST, please log into to our website at www.gyst-ink.com, where you will find free resources, software, and publications for artists. You can email us and let us know what you would like to hear about at info at dot com. Thanks for tuning in. Hello listeners. I'm your host, Kara Tomei. I am just Inc.'s radio manager and host, and I'm also an independent curator. My show Just Do It promotes artists and creatives who take the initiative to present innovative arts programming for the public through starting a collaborative and independent space or nonprofit entity, and I champion these people and hopefully giving them this forum to talk about their work and how and why they do it will inspire others to do the same. So I. Welcome, everyone, to the show. I'm going to briefly introduce my guest and her organization and then let her talk about this exciting initiative. Alexandra Shabtai is the founder and director of SPART, which is a uh, new initiative that supports Los Angeles-based social practice art projects. They provide financial resources to artists who intend to create social change through socially engaged art. And SPART does this by awarding project grants uh, of $10,000 each to artists, three artists was their first round, whose proposed projects engage audiences and foster social change. And we will hear um, really what that means and what the projects are about and what is social practice art. We're going to hear all about that. From Alexandra I'd like to uh, welcome her to the show and then ask her a bit about um, her background and interests and, and how and why she started SPART so hello Alexandra welcome to just do it hi thank you for having me it's a pleasure so, I just like to start on the personal because my show is about people like yourself who take an initiative, a DIY spirit, and make things happen. And so, you have done something very interesting with this initiative. I don't think there's any other like it in Los Angeles. And I'm excited to hear about it. So, but first, tell me about yourself. I see uh, from your bi- brief bio here that you're actually a uh, a Los Angeles native, um, you went to BYU, no, no, Boston University, sorry, <laughs> and tell me a little bit more about you, your interests and feeding and, and into
1: SPART. Absolutely, yeah, I, uh, I grew up in Los Angeles and I grew up in a very art-oriented home and so I was exposed to a lot growing up, which I'm very grateful for. Um, in addition to that, I was, grew up in a very um socially focused home, so we were always giving back, we were always serving at, at holidays and um very philanthropic family and so that that was ingrained in me from a young age and then at Boston University, I studied psychology which um, is, not, is not directly related, as some might think, but I think it is very much related to social practice art because there's so much mm-hmm. psychology that goes into it, especially when you're working with, with communities and people, and it, gets, it can get rather intimate. So um, that definitely contributed to my interest. But once I graduated from Boston University, I moved back to Los Angeles and was exploring Ways to get involved in the art world. I didn't know exactly what that was going to look like, but I knew that I wanted to do something with a socially engaged focus, and that that made it was I was exploring ideas of of a socially engaged space and and different sort of projects that I had in mind. But uh, through a conversation with Annie Philbin at the Hammer Museum, she offered me an internship at the Hammer Museum in uh, public engagement. Which was kind of my first exposure to the social practice world. And I was amazed and excited. And from there, I went on to work at Machine Project. And then I worked for Four Year Art in Los Angeles and um, was totally. That's quite a nice find totally, <laughs> Yeah, it was very exciting. And along the way, I met all these really wonderful people who've really helped to shape my understanding of what social practice is. And so, um, at the same time I was helping to run a private family foundation and um had a coffee with Alison Agston, who's the curator at the Hammer Museum, and, and she brought up the fact that there was there is such little funding for social practice art and having had the past year or so of the two experiences I had a, a little bit of an aha moment, and that that could be where I would fit into the social practice world and could fill that gap. Yes, that that does yeah. sound like a
0: life-old moment of everything coming together.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's when I set out to create Spark. Okay, so that so that yeah, how that sounds like it makes perfect
0: sense, and, and it, how you ended up doing that, and what a wonderful niche to to fulfill. Absolutely. So you know, starting a um, an organization. I mean, you call it an initiative, and it is a actually fiscally sponsored, I guess, nonprofit entity. Uh, right now, it's uh, you're fiscally sponsored by the Emerge uh, program with Pasadena Arts Council, which is usually kind of a a, uh, a, a, a uh, transition <laughs> into becoming um, a, a full nonprofit. So, is that your intention, or or do you even know yet?
1: Um. You know, I don't have my mindset on anything. Spart is definitely, it definitely started as a sort of experiment. I wasn't sure how it would go, and so I didn't want to go through the trouble of starting up a 501c3 if I could do it through Pasadena Arts Council, and they've been so um, so great to work with. So at this point, we're we're pretty happy where we are.
0: Yeah, and you can stay in that in that. Uh... Position for as long as you like, correct? Oh, sorry,
1: You're not, in other words, yeah.
0: in, a, in other words, in other words, they will fiscally sponsor you indefinitely, basically.
1: Uh, I don't have anything in writing, but yes, yeah, <laughs> I would imagine. <write. laughs> okay. Well, and all, I, all I meant to say is, if it's working.
0: Don't, don't if it works, don't don't break it. Don't take it. Right, <laughs> it's working. exactly. I think that's great. Yeah. Well, I think part of the reason I, I probably this working so well is that first of all you're filling a niche that's that's needed, and then um, I see that your team is is quite strong. You've got Bettina Korek, uh, who directs for your art. Sue Bell Yank, who works for the education program at the Hammer. Artist Andrea Bowers and uh, John Spiak, who's the director at the um, Grand Central Art Center at uh, California State University. So these are strong people to, on your advisory board. So you're very smart, I think, to, you know, have a team of that caliber. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, pulling that together and how they function
1: um, running, with you running SPART. Sure. Um, you know, as part of my process to creating Spark, I, I knew that I didn't know enough. And so I spent about four months, uh, running around LA from east to west, sitting down and having coffee with anyone and everyone who I could get my hands on. So I spoke to so many different people, trying to understand their outlook on what social practice was, their outlook on the scene in Los Angeles, their their vision for it, and uh, putting together my own picture. And through that process, I uh, was looking for those who most strongly resonated with my idea for Spart, my my um, my intention for Spart. And so, um, they, the four of them, I'm so lucky that they agreed to to participate because they really have helped to make Spart what it is. Uh, we work together in the beginning and continue to do so on, on some of the basic policies for SART. And then uh, we we sit down together and we meet around several different issues throughout the year and uh, ultimately they help to, we all sit down together to select the grantees. So you officially
0: started your organization sometime in 2013, correct? Correct. And by 2014, you had raised thirty thousand dollars to give away to three amazing artists. That's pretty wonderful. <laughs>
1: yeah, very wonderful. Did you did
0: you did you raise that money through a variety of sources and uh, grants, individuals, or just a combination of things? And and how was it, how was that? What did you find it relatively? easy, or was it a challenge getting that? That's a sizable amount of money for just your first grant, and what a nice chunk of uh, cash for an artist.
1: Yeah. Um, I actually put some of my own money into it, and I, which speaks to how strongly I believe in social practice, and, and especially working in social practice in Los Angeles, because I do love the city. Um, and I got a, a matching grant from an individual, so it was not yeah it was not fundraising was not thank goodness the focus of our first year, which really allowed us the flexibility to make start as strong as we possibly could and so I think moving forward in order to further educate and also gain the support from the community, I will start to think about fundraising and working into into the art world but um for now it's 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 allowed us the flexibility that has that we've needed.
0: Well, that's fantastic, and I want to pause and basically say, i mean that's really inspiring. I mean, you are putting everything forward for this organization. It's your desire to you know to do it and then your and then your own your own cash money i mean that's really incredible, so you are really passionate about this and i I really admire that you are that's very very inspiring for people. I mean, you got to just do it, right? You got to just do it. Make it happen. And you're doing that yeah. and it really is it, it's working. So because it's, it's so great. Um we'll, Thank we'll you. get into some good talks, some interesting talk about social practice art. It is something that is um, gaining a lot of uh, attention, and a lot of artists doing it. I see in Los Angeles, and the public is becoming more interested, etc. And but I also think some people still are thinking, well, what, what is, what, you know, what exactly is social practice art? So can you tell me, you know, in your own words, where uh, where that interest, is, what what is it, and what interests you about it?
1: Sure, um, social practice art and even even the name is a little bit controversial because there are so many different practitioners who view it in different ways. And, and I think something that I learned from my research is that there isn't really one box that it fits into, nor is there one box that uh, anyone wants it to fit into. And so for my own purposes, my definition of social practice art is, um, is a little bit broad, but it lands at, art that is socially engaged, working with communities, and um, it, it involves non-artist participation in order to complete the project. And so uh, these these non-artist participants are given almost as much, if not as much, say, in it, the project as the artist himself or herself. And so um, that's kind of where we with, or where I sit with social practice art, and uh, what really excites me about that is the power of art. Uh, I think I think we we're all searching to be involved with something larger and bigger than ourselves, and and to have a practice an art practice that gives the opportunities for excuse <clears> me <throat> individuals to get hands on and involved in something is really exciting. I also love yeah. that. I love that social practice uh, defies the art market. I love that it's that some of it is ephemeral and that it can't quite be collected. That you can collect pieces of it, but that it exists independently. That it it's out there. It belongs to the people and to the community.
0: Right. It's it's you know it's not art in that classic sense of something made that stays on the wall. You know, I mean, that's so basic to it's a, it's a re- revert back there, but it really is more of a project, and it's the process itself and the results, you know, uh, generated by an artist that is the art. It is kind of a broad, kind of open definition of art, for sure, but it's very yeah. exciting, very, very exciting.
1: It's, and it's Maybe definitely it's, a
0: practice. Right. Maybe to go deeper into, into you know, what exactly is it or or no or what, what forms it can take because, as you said, it's very broad and it's good to have a broad definition for your organization because artists are individuals and they're going to define it their own way, you know, for, for their own projects. Maybe you could go in depth into um, one or more of the projects and artists who received your inaugural grants. You have three artists that got the grants for very, very different projects. Um, do you want to just pick one, right, just at first to, to go into and talk about uh, what it, what it, what it is and will be?
1: Sure. Yeah, it's hard to pick which one to start I with. I know.
0: Well, I could throw in <laughs> an idea.
1: <laughs> okay, so sure.
0: How about Kenyatta A.C. Hinkle? And her project name is the Kentrification Museum of Culture, sure. subtitled Reimagining Identity. Maybe that's why yes. we could dive into.
1: Yeah, Kenyatta is an exciting, lovely artist, um, and she, most of her work, she also has a, a studio practice, but most of her work revolves around the idea of social and cultural identity and exploring that, what makes it up, and how you can change it, and how, in this case, you can create your own culture and your own identity, and so Kentrifica is a a country that she invented, and um through this project, she has created art and food and music and all sorts of different aspects that go into culture around this made up country and so um at the time she is she's going to do this museum in Lamar Park, and she's going to um she's going to, actually she's now into a second, second phase of the project where she's looking to do pop up spaces where she's going to do um museum installations in existing spaces in Lamar Park and so really incorporating the community and the spaces around it's very exciting and so she invites that inv- does, uh, invite- yeah, she invites the community to come in and participate in these events and these this culture-making, essentially. So you might come for a potluck night or you might come for making uh, musical instruments together and music. And so it's, it's, um, it's wonderful and it's super engaging. That does sound engaging and I love her approach of making up a country.
0: And then it really right. just... Opens up the question of yeah well what is, what is the culture of any country if you if you're making up your own then you can construct all of those things and talk about each thing as it relates to uh, yeah to culture I I, I love it Kentr- Kentrifica. I want, I want to visit Kentrifica. well I want to Exactly. So, yeah, so speaking of that, how can the public or someone who's interested in, you know, participating in her projects get engaged and find out about when things are happening and, uh, you know,
1: to, to to participate? There are a number of ways. Uh, we are going to be doing some email blasts. So if you're interested in being on that email add, uh, list, you can email info at start-la.org. Um, you can also vi- visit spart-la.org. We'll put updates on the website, and then there's a blog that is soon to launch that we're very excited about, where the artists and the SPART team will be posting different blogs, so we can actually follow the process of the projects and then the announcements there as well. So that will that will be a link on the on the spart-la.org website. That's great. Oh I mean
0: all and, and well there's that project that kind of anyone in the public can participate in. And then there's a project that is more specific to a certain community, which is Dorit Sipis. Is that how you say her name? Sipis?
1: Dorit Sipis.
0: Dorit Sipis. yes. Her project is called Conflict Revolution and it's a collaboration with the city of Los Angeles Department of Human Relations. And talk about that project that is very uh it's very different very different kind of approach to to um social practice so talk about what she's gonna do.
1: This is a project conflict revolution is something that Dorit has been working on for some time now and and it has different uh different uh incarnations if you will and so this specific one uh, she's still searching for the right community to work with and and that's the situation with many social practice art projects is that um, it takes some time because you really have to form these relationships with different communities and different people and so it can't it can't quite be rushed if you want to do it right and so uh, Dorit is is exploring the last I heard she was visiting a bunch of different uh, towns city convenings where where, um, certain conflicts were being heard out and forming those relationships. And so uh, this project is aimed at not necessarily eliminating conflict because it's something that we all live with, but it's about uh, her working with the communities to develop skills for dealing with conflict, so engaging with the conflict and, and finding finding the, uh, a way to coexist with cultural differences. It's mm-hmm. actually a training program. Um, and this this project is different than Kenyatta's in that <clears throat> it is very specific to the communities that she'll be working with. And so it's not really necessarily so appropriate for, say, the average person to go and, and Experience because they they're, no. they would have the sense of being an outsider, and so I'm not sure if uh, conflict revolution will have a manifestation where it's appropriate to involve the public. But if it does, that will also be on Start's website. Right. Okay. Well, I mean that's
0: that, that's so interesting. You've got
1: two very you know very very different projects,
0: each one with its value. And and again, what I hear you saying and hear through these projects the main you know the main uh thing is to engage a community, bringing in some kind of project or idea and engage a specific community whether it's going to be a closed community of you know a group of um of people through the public dialogues or the or with the conflict resolution work with Dorit or something where you know this museum so i think i I love hearing the variety of of differences here. And then the third, another variety again, is Christina Sanchez. Her project is called Cocina Abierta, which is open kitchen in English. And um, that's a a different project altogether, too. So tell us about that one.
1: Yeah, Cocina Abierta is a very exciting project. She, um, along with her two partners, are working towards creating an experimental test kitchen that will move around the city. And um, the idea is to bring awareness to back of house kitchen workers where the working conditions are not always so ethical and fair and so um she is trying to one create a more worker centered philosophy around in restaurants where um where these workers are treated with 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 ethical with ethical um rules and so she through this test test kitchen, it's an opportunity to exchange the immigrant histories, those stories and recipes, and people coming together around food. And then another part of the project is to give certain skills skills to the back of house workers. So if you are a dishwasher, it is very difficult to move up in the in the kitchen if you don't have nice skills providing classes for those people to rise up and to hopefully increase their their uh their uh position in the kitchen. Wow. And that's so that's a totally different
0: uh engagement with a very specific community too. I okay so I it's I think it's with those three projects.
1: Yeah, the test Mm -hmm. kitchens are actually intended for the public. And so the the classes are more so for the specific community, but the the test kitchens are really to work with the public and to bring that awareness and spread that awareness through people and and, then hoping that that will help to change the situation. Okay, cool.
0: So that's also something that you would post on your website about maybe where these pop-up kitchens will occur and uh the yeah. public can go and go and engage. Oh, that's exciting. It's interesting how just a little bit of an aside, but I have seen in LA um a lot of projects recently that use food as the vehicle for making mm-hmm. art or making art around food. For instance, um if you know I'm sure you know about Thank You for Coming, which is an artist run restaurant in Highland Park and I had them on my show uh several months ago. It was just interesting that so their their kitchen is this is the place making for Art projects where artists come in and have residencies around food. I don't know, it's, just, it's just interesting how, in LA, food is this
1: site for, for for art making. So if you're, people are interested yeah. in that, kind of snoop around for more don't. of that. I don't think it's just around LA, though. I think it's a it's a global thing, right? For for centuries, we've oh, been coming together around food. So I think it's it's a oh, very oh, you're right. I um, okay, just interested in researching. Oh, I'm sorry, Nindra. <laughs> yeah, for
0: me, I just am fo- so focused on LA right now because my show is all about LA-based artists. So, but you're <laughs> right. A lot of LA-based artists cite kitchens from around the country too and and um places you know that that they're inspired by where the where the food in the kitchen is the, is the site so you're you're definitely right about that. So, I mean LA is just a very exciting place for all of this all of this stuff happening. <laughs> um, very exciting. Absolutely. So, let's talk about your next exciting thing, which is the second round of your project grants. So talk about yeah. the process of, of choosing. Is it going to be three more artists again? Um, and talk about how that process works.
1: Sure, yeah. We are going to be selecting three new grantees for 2015. And um, the way that the process works is that we engage nominators from around the city who uh, we respect and, and uh, value their, their opinions. And So we engage them to nominate artists. And uh, through that nomination process, we should receive 20 nominations, and those artists are then invited to apply, and uh, we will be announcing our 2015 grantees in February of 2015. That's
0: exciting. So, where is it that's probably the most fun. Well, no, not the most, but one of the really fun parts for you, I would imagine. I would, I love it. When I curate, and I get the proposals, and you get to go through them, and just get so excited by what people are are proposing, and then you know that whole process must be really fun. So, are you have you gotten the 20 proposals yet?
1: No, no, no. The, nom- okay. the nominations oh, aren't due until yeah, until September. But yeah, it's just super okay. exciting to have your. Have the option the opportunity to read what's going on out in the city and, and if the exposed right. to artists that maybe I haven't heard about or yeah, you know, it's great, it's fantastic. Right. Absolutely. And you choose you choose different nominators
0: each round? Do you publicize who they are? Can you can you say who they are? Is that no, a, the nominators oh, okay. are
1: anonymous. Yeah. Okay. They're anonymous and they're, it and keeps they're, it a
0: little and bit then, more fair. Yeah, 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 And and your um your team, you know, Bettina and Sue and Andrea and John, you know, help help nominate the nominators, right? <laughs> to,
1: yeah, you that's all, the group.
0: Choose uh, choose nominate nominators and then go from there. Well, that's exciting. I bet an artist would be pretty excited to get nominated to to do some some interesting work and I am really excited to start following all of the results of your grantees, which I will do and all everyone can go to sparks-la.org uh, which what, what's the what's the org, what? org. sorry.org yes you're an organization go to spark-la.org sign up for your mailing list get the notifications about how to engage with these projects and um, and it'll be exciting to watch what happens i just really want to congratulate you for your uh, initiative for just doing this thing and and it's really uh, you're you're inspiring and i I think that Sparta is going to be a heavy hitter in L.A. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, you really feel the niche and it's exciting. So I wanted to thank you for spending the time with us and and telling our audience all about what you do.
1: Thank you so much and thank you for listening.
0: Thank you, Alexandra. We will will see each other soon. I hope so. yeah. I want to thank our listeners for listening, of course. This is GIST Radio and we are a product of GIST Inc., which is an artist run organization by by and for artists. We support professional practices and have variety of opportunities for artists on our website, for classes. We have uh books, we have workshops, we have uh Software programs basically just is all about helping the artists support themselves move forward and championing your DIY practices. So go out there and just do it. And I will see you again on the air if that's possible. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. What's you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog.
1: Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, up. wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. <laughs> really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS
0: and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS, wireless figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. Please store for details and terms and conditions.